for the last 20 years, every month I've had conversations that went something like, Dale, I made $218,000 three years ago. Last year we made 147,000 and this year I'm going to be lucky if I break 80,000. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast or watching your YouTube videos and I need to hire you to help me develop a sequential unified duplicatable system for my team. I've had these conversations monthly for the last five, six, seven, eight years. The challenge is and the problem is at this point, the companies they're involved with have already went through the momentum stage. They have lost good, honest, hardworking 27 percenters that they will never be able to re-engage within their organization because these people went on to find other companies and cultures in which they could move forward with. And, you know, on the other hand, there's a lot of friends that I've met over the years who got involved with A.L. Williams or Shackley or Amway or Herbalife or another legacy company at the right time who've consistently made 250000 to 300000 every year for the past 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, one year they might make 247, the next year 311, but they're between that 250 and $300,000 a year benchmark for the last 20 years. What's the difference? Why do some leaders get burnt out on the profession, never to return, and some live the network marketing time and money lifestyle that so many people uh, are reaching for? That's what we're going to talk about in this week's session, why network marketing leaders get burnt out. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I need to say right up front, there is nobody on the planet that at times uh, over my life has been more burnt out on the network marketing business model than me. Uh, At some point, I even owned the domain MLMneverAgain.com, MLMneverAgain.com. That's when uh, my wife Dawn and I were conducting seminars around the country, uh, teaching people how to create a six-figure income with eBay and online auctions. So I understand the frustration, the aggravation, the burnout. Honestly, at this point right now, when I look at the profession as a whole, I mean, I love the network marketing business model. I'm so appreciative because it changed my life, made a huge positive impact, but I am just uh, disgusted with what it's really become. So if you're not a regular listener of this podcast and there's a good chance someone that cares about you sent you here, And uh, to this particular episode, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I think it's real important that you understand 
that the name of this session is not why do network marketing distributors get burnt out on network marketing because we all know distributors are coming and going all the time. It's a revolving door. But I've always said that when you touch people and you build people and you 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 affect people's lives in a positive way, developed people will stay. Developed future leaders will stay with you, but the rest is just a revolving door, and it's more that way now than it's ever been. But again, the subject, uh, this subject of this particular session is why do network marketing leaders get burnt out in network marketing, at least those that had a leadership title with the company that they represented? I'm talking about you know, those that had hundreds, thousands, even tens of thousands of people on their teams, why they suddenly decide, and it's usually not a sudden decision, but why do they decide uh, as an old business associate that I met 15, 20 years ago told me last week, this guy was a leader, tens of thousands of people in his organization. And his response to me was simply never again, never again. So before we go any further, I think, all of us who have experienced it would agree that there's nothing better than when you're leading a booming, growing, duplicating network marketing team where the majority of people are just having fun and making money. There's nothing more exciting. There's no business model on the planet where you can have more fun than when, you, when you're leading a team of people that are making money, having fun, supporting each other, and moving forward. You know, make, making $25,000 plus a month uh, from network marketing, from a network marketing team, gives you a freedom like no other business model I've ever seen. Uh, there are multiple businesses where abnormal incomes can be earned, but none that provide you the time, freedom, money, fun, and excitement that work that network marketing does. Now, that's just my personal opinion, but if you're honest and to thy own self be true, I think you would have to agree with that if you've ever experienced it. If you've never experienced it, then I understand, but you probably have, or somebody would not have sent you to this podcast session to begin with. What even gets better is not when you're just making money, but when you have a large number of team members who are growing and growing their incomes and growing themselves as people, uh, there's nothing better than that. I know what it personally feels like to have over 200 full-time income earners on your personal team. I've had that experience. Uh, there's nothing better than that. Nothing. Then you see so many families have been changed positively and the impact that you've been able to help create and the ripple effect that can come from that. Uh, for the record, uh, I believe that at any given time over the past 20 years, in my opinion, there's never been more than maybe two, possibly three companies in the market that I would even suggest people think about giving serious amounts of time, effort, and energy to. That's in the last 20 years. Uh only two or three possibly at any given time in the market that were really worth the type of focus and attention we're talking about. Uh, there's nothing better than being with a legacy company at the right time in history, and there's nothing worse than trying to grind it out 
with a Me Too company or a company that has huge potential. Potential. Uh, uh, so, honestly, I think there's probably a really good chance that all of you listening to this at one time ended up with a Me Too type company or a company that you felt like had true upside potential, but maybe uh, management, ownership, didn't know what they were doing. The comp plan was mediocre. I mean, we could go on and on and on with with all the challenges and and, the, and problems that can occur. But you've probably found yourself in that situation. Maybe a friend or somebody that you work with in the past was starting a company, or maybe they wanted you to come in, be a master distributor. But all the stars were not lined up. I mean, there was just way too many challenges to get the to get the, the 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 program off the ground and any kind of momentum and moving forward, it was just a constant grind. Uh, unfortunately, for the past twenty years, most of our customers and clients at Network Marketing Support Services, a company we've operated since the mid nineties at MLMHelp.com, uh, most of our clients and customers were involved with companies that I felt were not at the top of a very, very short list of companies that I would even think about pursuing uh, at that place and time in history. So a lot of people come to us and they, they're involved with companies where the momentum's already, it's already passed, it's over. Um, you know, where products are not competitive in the marketplace uh, and so on and so forth. So there's, so I've had to deal with that at MOMHelp.com, Network Marketing Support Services, trying to support people that I knew were involved in the wrong companies at the wrong time in history. So in all reality, honestly, I'm probably just as burnt out on network marketing, the network marketing business model today as I've ever been, honestly. However, however, I understand totally understand what can happen in those rare occasions when all the stars line up and you really are in the right place at the right time with the right legacy company. I get that. I totally understand it. I've watched it happen four, five, six times over the last 40 years. When those rare times happen, all the experience and leadership skills that you've developed over the years, can lead you to millions of dollars in income in a very short period of time. Let me say that again because it's real important that you just accept this. You don't have to agree with it necessarily or you don't have to do anything with this information. I just want you to be real clear that you know your path to this point, and now you're in a state where you're just burnt out, frustrated, never again, all the experience, all the skills, if you can get with a company where the stars have sincerely, truly lined up. And that doesn't happen very often, maybe once every 10 years. But if you can find yourself in that situation, all the time, energy, effort, frustrations that you've been through in this profession – if, if when the stars line up, can lead you to millions of dollars of in income in a relatively short period of time. I have to believe 
that if that if at this point in time, if you're still listening to this session, there's a small glimmer of hope for you, for yourself. You're thinking, well, maybe one day that might happen. Someday it's possible. That's why you're even listening to this. Uh, I absolutely know what I'm getting ready to say next is going to sound like blah, 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 network marketing hype that you've heard a thousand times before. I accept that. I understand it. So before I say what I want to say, uh, I understand how you're going to take it. And I, I appreciate it. I understand it. I would think the same thing if I were you. Because I've been burnt out bad before never to return. And if somebody got ready to tell me what I'm getting ready to tell you, I'd feel the same way. But I have to tell you. And I, and I believe that I can document it. And you'll see for yourself if you can open your mind just long enough to look at the facts and forget my opinions, my personal opinions. Just look at the facts for yourself. But I sincerely believe that that day that you think, well, maybe possibly might occur sometime in the future, that day is here and it's here now. And I encourage you with everything within me to please prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I believe, I know that there's a legacy company in the market right now, right now, that's just launched in North America. That 99.999% of the people at this point in time in history have not even heard of yet. Before I share with, with you the company and how the stars have really lined up, I believe for you right now, I think it's real important that you understand where I'm coming from. I'm not mainstream MLM. In fact, I, I am appalled at most of the foolishness that's been going on and propagated throughout this industry over the past 20 years that are now considered best business practices. Uh, I've always believed network marketing is about creating wealth. It's about giving average people with above average desire the opportunity to create a legacy income. Uh, I've always said if you want, you know, make a few hundred extra bucks a month, go sell hammers at the flea market or something. Network marketing is not the business model. And I believe that in network marketing, it was, it came out of the personal development movement of the seventies and it was designed around uh, inspiring greatness in people, helping people become all they can become. Uh, you know, and I wrote an article about this, you know, 20 years ago called Inspire Greatness or Cater to Mediocrity. It was uh, published in a publication for network marketing corporate officers and business owners. And I felt like back then we were trying to appeal to mediocrity in people instead of inspiring greatness. So that's where I come from. Uh, so my track record is pretty well documented. Uh, I have not just been involved in network marketing for 40 years. I've studied and analyzed it from every possible angle humanly possible. I mean, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I understand what it takes to help people become all they can be. I understand the cultures that must be created within teams to help those what I call 27 percenters learn, grow, and really change their life, change their life. 
Uh, I'm just curious before we go any further. How many times have you quit this business model and said never again? How many times? I'm just curious. You know, the first time for me was five years in. I, I was five years in. I quit. Never going to be back. I'm done. I'll never be involved in anything where my income depends upon other people. The first time that we leave, it's usually around that paradigm. I am not going to do anything where my income depends upon other people. That's the paradigm that we have. Talk to many people, talk many people through this over the years. And that's what the conclusion that people come to, especially people that, you know, gave their business, gave the business their heart and soul. As I said, I fell in love with my first company. Most leaders do. And then the last time for me was about nine weeks ago which I'll explain a little bit more in a second. Uh, but I have quit, literally quit three times, never again. And like, like I said, every lead, every leader I know usually falls in love with their first company. For me, it was the Shack, Shackley Corporation. Um, you know, I, I got involved right when Herbalife hit. Herbalife was kicking our rear end, but I got my bonus car. Uh, I was the youngest co- sales coordinator in the history of that company, had a lot of success, wasn't making a lot of money, but had a lot of success, bonus cars, the trips. I went full-time too soon, left my job at IBM in Lexington, Kentucky. And in October, uh, October, I lost three, four key people all in the same month. And that was at a time when, you know, supervisors supplied products to their team. We weren't ordering directly from the company back then. And, you know, it was just a different time and place. But when I left, I said, you know, I, never again. I got to feed my family. I lost four keep in one month uh, because they were all part time. And one was a, was her husband got transferred with IBM. So, you know, she's in Kentucky. She gets transferred with her husband to Texas, and all of her customers are in Kentucky. Uh, similar situations. But but the bottom line was I was done. You know, then my second company was National Safety Associates, and I got involved with it two years after the big growth in that company. I mean, I should have, I saw it two years earlier and I let it pass me by because why? I was burnt out, never again. I'm not going to do anything where my income depends upon other people, even though I saw it was a huge opportunity. Uh, it was back when, you know, bottled water was starting to, to trend a little bit. Uh, I mean, I saw it. I understood it. I understood the timing, but I let it pass me by for two years before I finally joined. When I did, you know, we made $10,000 our first month. I never made less. Uh, we, we built the fastest growing team in that company five years later, member of the president's advisory council. Um, you know, I got to a point where I was making a quarter million dollars a year, whether I left the house or not. I had three fully qualified legs in three different countries and we were doing great. And when I decided to leave that company, everybody thought I was nuts. Dale, why would you leave? My parents, my wife, everybody. Why are you, what are you, what are you even thinking about? And I said, because I missed the major growth. 
there's people in this company that are making a million dollars that uh, d- that are not as skilled as I am, that don't understand what I understand, that that aren't working as hard as I I'm willing to work, and I just missed it. I barely missed it, and I'm going to start over with a brand new company, and if it goes. It'll set me up for life, and if it doesn't go, I have the skills and attitudes. I can go build it anywhere where I have belief in what I'm doing and the the people around me and and corporate and the product and the comp plan. I can do it anywhere. Uh, So if it goes, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, my last check from from National Safety Associates was over 25000 My first check from the new company I joined, which was New Image International, was $687. But I ended up over five years, developed a, a, a team that did over $100 million in wholesale sales, over 200 full-time earners on our team, you know, uh, and, and made millions of dollars in income. So, uh, you know, I know what it's like to pick up a check for 300000 in a month. So I've been down that road, and I understand timing and, and a lot of other things that has to really line up for you to really tr- tr- achieve your full potential. Uh, you know, the, the, the unique thing about our new image team is the majority, the vast majority, were 27 percenters. They were just good, honest, hardworking people. Many had never been in network marketing before, but they were able to plug into a sequential, unified, duplicatable training system and go on and produce growth month after month after month, year after year. Uh, many of them earning, you know, $200,000, $300,000 a year. A couple people on that team became millionaires. And it all happened by design. It all happened because of the culture that was created within that company. And then as most companies that really have it going on, and we were rated, you know, the top five companies in the United States two years in a row. And then what happens, and the thing that you have to really look out for is greed and ego. And that ultimately destroyed that company. And I'll probably talk a lot more about that in another session down the road. But you know, the odds are good that if you've been in this game, you've probably been involved with the company that was booming and then greed and ego destroyed it. And greed and ego can come from the corporate office. It can come from the field. And just for the record, just so you guys know, uh, you know, when owners never been in the field, it really makes a huge impact long term and you know i had an owner tell me one time this network marketing would be a perfect business model if they if it just didn't require distributors they're a necessary evil so for the company i'm going to be sharing with you here in a second uh there was a again it just launched but there was a special meeting in arizona with some of the leaders and the owner of the company and I couldn't be there. We had other commitments. But I had a friend of mine that was going to be there, and I had him write this note and give it to the owner. And the note just said, the only thing that can stop this company is greed and ego. Don't let that happen. And he gave it to the owner, and the owner ended up calling me, and he said, he said, Dale, he said, at our 10th year anniversary, he said, I'm going to bring you on stage, and I'm going to give you this note back to you. And I'm going to ask you how well, how good of a job have I done preventing greed and ego from entering this company? 
that spoke volumes to me. Uh, and again, I've kind of gotten off track, so let me get back on. But just because some of you I know are thinking, well, what's going to be the difference here, Dale? Well, how do you know green knee going going to happen? Well, I don't. But I do know that I've done my part and will continue to do my part as many other leaders to make sure that it doesn't happen. So my question to you is, why are you burnt out? Why are you burnt out? Because you've told the person that shared this podcast with you, I'm just burnt out on network marketing. And you're, you were a leader. You had hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of people on your team. Why are you burnt out? Why are you burnt out? And I will tell you that the number one reason is you were probably a three percenter that had transferable skills that you could take to the marketplace and produce results. People liked you, that you had credibility, maybe you had a background in insurance or sales or real estate or some type of communications, uh, some type of leadership position. You had transferable skills that you could take to the marketplace, produce results, and get something started. The challenge is most of the people on your team do not have the same skill sets, mindsets, credibility that you had. Most of the people on your team were 27 percenters. You're a three percenter more than likely, more than likely. And you got it going. You got it going quick and things took off. There's a lot of excitement. And but you get down the road 18 months, two years, and you're like, why? Why can't my people do what I do? It's not that difficult. And again, that's the big disconnect in this profession. I, I saw it years ago when I started and I knew that I had to figure out that disconnect and do something about it. That's why I believe and have talked about for years, sequential, unified, duplicatable systems that the 27 percenters can take to the marketplace and produce results. You have to have a clear path to customer acquisition. You have to have a well-defined recruiting process. I call it play one, play two. And when you have the right cultures, cultures and systems can be duplicated. Your personality, drive, work ethic cannot be. So most of the people that get burnt out in this profession, they get burnt out because their people cannot do what they do. And so that's number one. Number two is a lot of times they just don't trust the owners. They get burnt out because the companies close down, companies go out of business, uh, you know, the, the the company owners didn't have long-term vision. They they were in it for the short-term money, uh, and it became obvious over a period of time. Many of you probably experienced that. Number two, as I've already said, you can do it, but your people can't. And then you develop this, this attitude that people are lazy, they're entitled, they don't work. And in my opinion, I've said it many times on this podcast, network marketing has just become a big social club it's just a big social club it's not really a business uh we're appealing to the mediocrity in people instead of inspiring greatness in people which is the culture that we create is all centered around inspiring greatness and very systematic ways for doing that for helping people 
expand their comfort zone, get better, improve. And when you touch people's lives like that and you help them become real self-aware about their thoughts and their attitudes and their work ethic and what they're doing on a daily basis and focusing on income generating activities, not just jumping on their their uh, uplines conference call once a week so they can get a virtual high five. I mean, things can really change when you have the right cultures in place. Number three, no loyalty. Um, and again, uh, there's a lot of people say, well, they came in and they wiped out half my organization. They jumped to this other deal and they made all these promises and they took half my group. How many times have we heard that over the years? And my philosophy, again, has always been and always will be if you develop the right team culture and you really focus on building people. If you build people, people will build the business. The real product in network marketing is people, but we don't spend enough time. We spend too much time on different hacks and funnels and tricks and all these different ways instead of really getting inside people's heads and, and helping them understand you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want, what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, helping people clean out their negative self-image and their thoughts, helping them reprogram their mind for success and how to do that and the right books. The You know, I mean, again, build people, people build the business. And most leaders who enter this profession with transferable skills didn't need to reprogram their mind. They already had enough going on where they could go in the marketplace and produce results, but most of their people couldn't. So again, the reason people leave if you have the right culture and you can help people get have a clear path to customer acquisition where they can get to that $300 plus a month mark, Dynamite's not going to get them out of your program. So if if your team got poached, that's on you. That's on you. My philosophy has always been, look, if you think you can go do it better somewhere else in another team, another culture, don't let it hit you in the butt on the way out the door. And that's what I believe because I know what it takes to inspire greatness. And I'm willing to tell people what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. My focus is not just to keep them on auto ship one more month. My focus is to help them get their reasons for being here. Why are they here? What do they want? What are they looking for? Until you know why, the how doesn't matter. So everybody on our team, I want to know what do you want? What are you working towards? What can we help you get? Because Zig told us you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. So no loyalty really comes down to weak cultures. Weak cultures. Number four, the company changed the product formulations. Yeah, and that happens sometimes. Sometimes it's his company. Sometimes it's the manufacturer. And when the company does not manufacture their own products, you're subject to running into product formulation changes. That can happen. So how do you prevent that from happening? How do you prevent that from happening? You prevent that from ever happening again by only working with companies that manufacture their own Product so they can control the raw materials and the recipes and so on and so forth. Number five, they change the comp plan. They keep changing the comp plan. Every, every conference they're saying they're adding, adding new bonuses, but what they're really doing is taking away stuff. They change the comp plan. How many times have we all heard that? 
And that's the company we're going to be sharing with you. I, I, the, I asked the guy on a, on a conference call, I said, you know, how many comp plan changes have you had? He said, uh, at the end of the first year, we had our comp plan exactly the way we wanted. And it's been that way for eight years. And I said, when are you going to change? He said, I see no reason to ever change it because it's working for us and it's working for the people in the field. I tell you what, that was music to my ears. Music to my ears. Uh, so what would it take for you to believe one more time? What if there was a perfect company in the market? What could you do with that, with that company and the right culture to put your team members in? What if you had it? What if there was already a culture established that inspired greatness, not catered to mediocrity? What could you do with the skills that you already have, the experience that you already have? What could you do? What could you do? The reason I did this podcast is a lot of our people are running into leaders that are burnt out. But also last week I had, I talked to five of the most experienced leaders that I've talked to in, in a one week period. Um, and it was just the, the difference, the yin and the yang was just kind of amazing. Two of them I've been talking to, well, one of them I was, I've been trying to get on the phone with just to catch up with this guy. I'll go back and just tell you a little bit, but. Um, probably 15, 20 years ago, he was making about $200,000 a month with his company, but none of his people were making any money. And he ended up hiring me to help him put together a very sequential, unified, duplicatable system for his team. And we worked together one-on-one for about six months, got everything lined up. Well, this was a time when I was going through some personal challenges and actually went through a divorce and for him it was like so he and his wife and myself and my wife at the time had become really close friends and when the all the divorce happened it was like uh you know i didn't mention anything didn't say anything didn't matter it's separate personal business but evidently my wife had just said a lot of stuff that maybe was or wasn't true. Uh, But regardless, uh, he cut off all communications with me. And over the years, I I liked the guy a lot. We spent a lot of time together. And over the years, I've tried to, you know, communicate with him a little bit back and forth. And then finally, the last couple of years, we've just communicated a little bit through social media or whatever. And I've I've been wanting to talk to him just on the phone, just to catch up for a long time. And, you know, uh, I probably three or four weeks ago, I'd said, I'd love to get on the phone with you. And he said, I'm not a prospect for anything. That's fine, man. I just want to catch up with you. And it was sincerely where I'm coming from. You know, I just want to catch up with you. But, you know, when we were rated the uh, number one recruiter in the world. I seen a little thing and said, you know, I wish you were with us. Half these people could have been on your team. And, you know, I've been dripping on him a little bit. 
And then when we were number one recruiter in the world again, the following month, uh, same message, you know, half these people should have been on your team, blah, blah, blah. And he comes back and says, please don't ever send me anything about this company or this product again. I am not a prospect. And I felt so sorry for this guy because he was making 200000 15 years ago. He's got so many. And again, it was transferable skills, but he's a wonderful communicator. He's a lot of talent, a lot of skills. And I know he's he's doing some stuff that's just not going to take him where he wants to go. You know, trying to do some uh, uh, fundraising through, uh, what's the platform? It escapes me, Indiegogo, and doing some stuff. And it's like, man, you, you have the leadership abilities. You have the knowledge. You understand what it's going to take. You understand the culture that I'm putting together. You need to rock this. But he just cannot, he can't, he's burnt out. So, yeah, I am going to contact him again with this podcast. The other was a guy that I met and didn't know real well, but, you know, him and his wife were just sharp, sharp, sharp. Uh, and they were one of the top five income earners in a company that uh, I was the corporate consultant for. Never got to know them real well, but respected them. And I know they ended up leaving that company and going to another company, and then they – and then that other company, I think the owner left uh, or resigned or something. And then I'd heard that they got a significant uh, number of their organization poached out. I love that word now. I don't really love it. I think it's funny, but poached out to enough. I did a podcast on poaching about four weeks ago, five weeks ago. If you ever want to listen more, you can. But anyway, so I knew he was probably hurting from an income standpoint, and I'd sent him information, and the only reply I got back was, never again, never again. And I'm thinking, how sad is that? This this couple is sharp. They could do phenomenal if the stars were lined up. They could do phenomenal. And then I had three of the best conversations I've had with guys one one guy in Canada that's been a company owner, has been around the industry as long as I have, and he understands when the stars line up. He he knows what he's looking at, and he gets it. He he understands, and he put me in on three ways with two other guys. Again, same thing. Both of them had made millions of dollars in the past with other companies. Uh, they know, they know what greed and ego will do to companies and they understood that the stars had lined up. It was just refreshing conversations. So I had three phenomenal conversations last week, uh, with experienced people that have been around a long time and then two communications with people that I just felt sorry for. So that's why I did this podcast because I knew it would speak to other people because I'm hearing it a lot. You know, Dale, they were such great leaders and now they're, they're just burnt out. They're not doing nothing. They've thrown in the towel. So here's the challenge guys. And please hear what I'm getting ready to tell, share with you. The challenge with legacy companies is we don't know that they are going to be legacy companies until the big money has already been made. 
This is real, real important. Let, let me back up a little bit further. Uh, nine weeks ago, uh, I had talked, my wife and I had been talking. We've got a lot of other businesses that we operate. We have a small staff and several outsourcers. We have a lot going on. Um, and I, I was just becoming more and more burnt out with network marketing again, because so many people I'm trying to communicate, trying to help are involved with companies. They're just in the wrong company at the wrong time in history. And how do you tell your customer that? I mean, and, and they would say, well, Dale, we're, what should I be doing? And it's like, well, there's not anything. I mean, there's two or three that are at the top of the list, but I, you know, just stay where you are. So it was frustrating for me from a lot of standpoints. And so I just decided, you know what? I'm going to liquidate all my websites. I'm going to continue to communicate with my network marketing leadership development academy members. Uh, and help them because I love them and they're great people and I want to help them move forward in what they're doing. So I'm going to maintain that relationship and I'm going to maintain a couple more. But for the rest, for the most part, I just want to move in a totally different direction. And that's where I was going. I'd called one of the largest, uh, website brokers in the United States, talked about liquidating my intellectual property, my training programs, all the websites. You know, MLMConfessions.com, LocalMLMLeads.com, MLMMasses.com, and the list goes on and on. And I'm just going to package everything up and liquidate the whole thing and move in another direction um, while maintaining communication with a few people, the right people, people I really enjoy working with. And that was the move I was making. I'm done. I'm done. I've, I've given the good fight for 40 years. I'm done. And then this company lands in my lap and it's like, you know, I did, I did not want to understand it. Did not want, didn't care what the comp plan did. I, I, I want, I don't care what the, the product is a category creator. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care what this comp plan, none of it mattered. I was very skeptical, closed minded, negative. The last thing I want to do is build a team. I've got, I'm going in this whole other direction. And then this is what happened for me. I was looking at it, you know, but not seriously. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I realized, Dale, you missed it, man. You're looking at it through the wrong pair of glasses. You're evaluating this like you would a company that's just getting ready to get started in the U.S. Because all of us have seen companies have all this potential, 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 potential. I don't give a, a flying flip about potential. And, and then I realized, Dale, this is an eight-year-old proven company. Eight years old. Top income earners, many, making six figures plus monthly, the number one guy's about a half a million a month already. Uh, they're in 30 countries. They have 14 distribution warehouses around the world. They manufacture their own product. The, the owner started in the field when he was 17 years old. Uh, his goal was to create more millionaires in his company than any company ever in the history of network marketing. He said that publicly several times. And all this started to... I mean, I woke up and it was like, my gosh, 
See, here's the thing. I heard a preacher one time. He said, if we could see the future, we would all become millionaires. And I remember at the time wanting to stand on my pew saying, no, no, we wouldn't not if we don't take advantage of what we see. The only reason I'm making this session, the only reason I'm even talking about this is the fact that it's already been done. They just launched about three months ago in the United States. Okay, we know what's going to happen in North America, Canada, U.S., Mexico, based upon what's already happened throughout the world in 30 other countries. If you could see the future, you could all become financially independent. So that's the only reason that I'm even talking about this. That's it. If it wasn't for that, we would I would not be talking about this. I would not be stressing to you, look, I understand your burnout. I don't blame you. I sincerely don't blame you. All the flim-flam stuff's been going on for 20 years. Got all these gurus telling people, if you want to become a professional in network marketing, you must have a blog. You must you must have a blog, and you must blog every day. And all the other misinformation that's been propagated throughout this profession, it's scary. I, I Sometimes I just stop and I wonder, how in the world is it even operational? There's been so much misinformation trying to appeal to mediocrity in people over the last 20 years. It's scary. So here's what I'm saying. If you've listened to this point, I want to ask you to do one other thing. One other thing. I don't have a dog in the hunt. I mean, I really don't. I mean, if you're a burnout network marker that's had tens of thousands of people on your team, yes, I would love to have you with us. I would love, I would love to have you with us. If you can appreciate the culture in which we're building, that it's different, that it's all designed around inspiring greatness, not catering to mediocrity. And, and if you can get plugged into what we're doing and you understand that systems can be duplicated, your personality and work ethic can't. And if you will plug people into what we're doing, we'll help you develop those 27 percenters, understanding 70 percent of the people are going to die broke. No matter what you do, I do or any company does. That's just the way it is. And if you feel like, you know, if you've, if you've built an organization of hundreds, thousands or tens of thousands of people, then yes, you're a good fit because you have some skills, obviously, and some credibility that, so you would probably be a, an excellent fit for what we're doing. But you're burnt out. You're frustrated. You're aggravated. Yeah. You know why? Because you've probably never had the stars line up the way it's lined up here. When I say it's the best compensation plan I've seen in 40 years, I mean it. When I say it's the best opportunity I have ever seen, I mean it. I told somebody the other day, it's like NSA and New Image International had a baby. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. The product is phenomenal. And it's so simple. $40 a month auto ship. To, you know, I mean, it's just the, the more you look with a halfway open mind, looking for the red flags, deciding to prove me wrong, the better it's going to get. The better it's going to get. I know. I've I've already I've been doing this for two months. I had this conversation with way too many people already. I understand what's here. I understand this compensation plan. And you know, I talk with these people that you know have never really done a whole lot, but I've met them over the years, and I like them as human beings. And they, you know, it's like 
it's just the false pride is unbelievable. It's like they think that that I need them. And it's like, man, I am saying I'm telling you this for you, not for me. I mean, come on. I, I, and, and it's really been fascinating. And again, I'm getting away from leaders and burnout leaders, but it's really been fascinating. But it's like, dude, you know, I've been the number one recruiter the last two months in a row and I'm done. My launch is done. But, you know, we made 20,000 our second month, and we're just getting started. We haven't even begun to begin yet. So I don't need you just because you made $1,100 in a company, you know, seven years ago, and I met you when you were there, and I liked you. I mean, it's like we've we've, we've created this whole counterculture where, you know, everybody's just laundering money between friends, and everybody – wants to be courted and dated and begged into joining. It's crazy. It's crazy. And again, I didn't mean to get off. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Leaders, I promise you it'll be worth your time. It's less than 40 minutes, I think. There's a YouTube video I want you to check out. Say, Dale, you're talking about the stars lining up. In this video, I will talk about the four stars that have absolutely lined up with this company And my guess is you've probably never had all four stars line up in the past. You may have had one or two, maybe even three, but you've probably never had all four line up. And they've lined up here. And your background and your experience and your time, energy, and effort you've put in this profession does not have to be wasted. It can be used with with the, the culture that we have and the four stars lining up. And there'll be people who listen to this podcast, I believe, that will make millions of dollars in this company. I sincerely believe that. My goal for the next five years is to create 500 full-time earners and 10 millionaires on our personal team. I I feel confident that's going to happen. You may or may not be one of them. You may look at the, 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 the YouTube video and say, hey, you know, here's the red flag, Dale. Here's the red flag. Here's the red. This is what I found. And I would love to hear about it. Please let me know. Find them for me. I challenge you to find them. If you're experienced, look, if you're, if you've been around six weeks and you just love Mel Luca, uh, no, I don't need to hear from you. But if you're experienced and you've been around 10, 15, 20 years and you've created huge organizations, please find the red flags. Here's where I'd like for you to go. DaleCalvert.com forward slash Y, W-H-Y, Y. DaleCalvert.com forward slash Y, W-H-Y. And after you watch that, if we need to talk, I would love to talk with you. If you find the red flags, please let me know. I'd love to talk with you. The person that sent you to this podcast, the person that sent you this podcast can schedule time for us to jump on the phone for 20 minutes. I'll answer any questions that you have. We can talk about uh, anything within this company that you would like to talk about. We can talk about, well, Dale, this is where I'm, why I'm burnt out. You know, it's not one of the five or six reasons you mentioned, but it's this. And I'll be happy to try to help you through that because you have, you've got, you've put time, effort, energy, money into this profession. The profession doesn't need to lose you, but I understand why you burn out. And I don't blame you for being burnt out, but I'm wanting to communicate, hey, the stars have lined up here. See it for yourself. 
see it for yourself. DaleCalbert.com forward slash why, and then get back with the person that sent you this podcast. And for some of you, I'm going to share with you a statement that I heard a few years ago. I'll never forget it. it made a huge impact on me. It was one of the reasons I started this podcast five years ago. And for some of you, you need to hear this because there's many of you out there like me. You love the profession. You love the positive impact it's had on you and other people. But you're so frustrated and burnt out with false promises. And I get it. I get it. But what if, and this is a statement I heard, what if God's not done with you yet? What if God's not done with you yet? This is a business model where you can make a huge impact on the lives of other people because of the ripple effect. You know, Don and I can do really well in a lot of other businesses. And we have, and we will, you know, we have. But it doesn't have the impact that this business model can have on the lives of families and other people. That's what separates it. Because when it's all said and done, What's really going to matter is, were we a giver or were we a taker? Did we have a positive impact on the lives of other people? And are we leaving this planet better than when we got here? Did we do our part to positively, positively impact the lives of other people? And there's no business model on the planet that is better at helping people become all they can become, as you know, like the network marketing business model, inspire, inspire greatness or cater to mediocrity. So I hope I've said something on this podcast that will inspire you today. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Just get it, get it over with. Go ahead and look at it. Find the red flags that everybody else has missed and let us know about it. Just get, get it over with. And what if what I'm saying is true? What if it's not the blah, blah, blah hype that, you know, we've all heard over the last 20 years? What if it's true? What if this is the legacy company? Guys, the facts are in front of you. It's already happened around the world it's going it's happening right now in north america and 99 percent of the people don't know about it yet that's the opportunity that we're sharing with you so please go check it out dalecalvert.com forward slash y w-h-y and uh i look forward to speaking with you on the phone here in the next day or two uh thanks Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time. God bless. We'll talk to you again next week on another session of MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business. And we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.